Oh, man. Most Sports Talk. Happy Friday, everybody. Bimo, my boy C. Hendo. Dom is in the building. What's up, y'all? Good, good, good. Let's get chilling, it, man. Oh, Just man. chilling. Been a very interesting week. Working, you know, virtually training from the crib. You yes, know, sir. a lot of malfunctions and a lot of, you know, connection issues. But, hey, man, we got it done. It's kind of funny because, like, I can oversee everything that they do. And, I'm looking at, and I see them, and I'll be like, I'd be want to like jump into their Zoom and just be like, where the fiends at? And leave. Not where the fiends at, yo. But no, nah, it's crazy because he has access to do that because we got yep. like a, we got like a work chat, and he can mm. actually and he can actually join our chat and say what he want to <laughs> say and just leave, bro. Like, no, we're not going to be doing this. So if I just say she ain't got nothing to do with it, I can't be in there. <sighs> no, you can't go in nobody's work chat saying she ain't got nothing to do with it. And it's crazy, Dom, because he know have he know the trainers and stuff like that, so he can pretty much yep. like get away with it. That's a damn she shame. She ain't gonna do it. Damn shame. I hate they took that show off of there. Yeah, Lapid gone, bro. I mean, it ain't like they can film it right now. Yeah, all, like all these cop shows is being defunct, like for real. All of them is. Oh, yeah, there ain't gonna be none of that. Mm-mm. That show was such greatness, too. Yeah. Such greatness. It was, bro. Shout out to Live PD, man. Recipes Live PD. But uh, let's go ahead. <laughs> let's go ahead and get started, man. It's already week three of the NFL that's afoot. And we already saw, you know, Thursday night football game as the Jags jagged at the crib and let Miami beat them. Ryan Fitzpatrick, former Rubik's Cube quarterback. Still is. You know, it's, yeah, of course, still is. We'll still put him in there. You know what I'm saying? Got things done on the field. And I just want the Jags just to keep jagging, bro. Like, get Tom Coughlin. Like, Tom Coughlin got to be next, right? Like, he got to be next, right? Um, well, Adam Gates will probably be first. Wait, is it Doug Marone is the coach there, I believe? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so he going to be first. Um Jacksonville's in the rebuild. Um, you know, Gardner Minshew has had a couple of good games, obviously, and um, I like their outside talent. You know, Shark. Mm-hmm. I like D.D. Westbrook, uh, Chris Thompson, former Redskins great. Um, you know, they got some talent, but the problem is this. They just, yeah, you two years ago they had the number one defense in the NFL. Now you ain't got none of them besides Miles Jack. That's so, it. yeah, they're in rebuild right now. So, I mean – Look, man, I give credit to the Dolphins, but yeah, both of them Florida teams are sad. Very sad. Y'all just in the AFC Championship game two years ago, also as well. Like you said, number one defense, and you just take a nose dive just that quick, man, and just now you just rebuild and just to start all over again. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got rid of everybody, so that's to let you know right there what they was gonna be on. Yeah. And and once you say everybody dumb, everybody's gone. Everybody gone. Everybody gone. Yeah, it's just and the thing with the Dolphins, once again, you love the outside talent with Devontae Parker. They got mm-hmm. Mike, uh, Matt Gusecki, the tight end, who had a big week last week. And, um, yeah, they got the talent, man. I can't wait to see Tua. Um, I don't know when that's going to happen, but uh, if, you, if you play Madden, you don't want Tua to touch the field with that offensive line. I mean, you see what he said. Like, he literally hasn't practiced. He hasn't took no contact since, you know. He got injured, so I don't think we need to see him like you know going full force, <laughs> like right off of that. That would be horrible. 
Nah, don't even do it, fam. All right, let me start out with – let's go ahead and get started with week three, get these predictions out the way, get these noon games started first. We got two the 2-0 two Chicago Bears going against – well, going to Atlanta to face the 0-2 Falcons, and we've seen what the Falcons did last week against the Cowboys, and I don't know where to blame the players or the special teams coach, but at the same time, it's like, bro, you know y'all can touch the ball, right? The, you can touch the ball. Why the hell y'all looking at a spin, you know what I'm saying, like you playing spin the bottle and you wait on to just land on somebody so they can kiss you. Nah, nah. Fam, you, you, can, you can touch the ball. The ball, don't have, you don't have to wait 10 yards for you to touch the ball. Get the ball, land on it, the game would have been over. But, nope. Falcons at the crib. You know what? I want the Falcons to keep on losing, man. I want Dan Quinn out of there. Give me the Bears on the road. Uh... Me and Dom did the uh, Madden simulation where we played Ooh. each other, and that was probably the most atrocious game ever that we played, the lowest scoring game ever. Um, you know, Mitch, A.K. missed the you-know-what mm. that rhymes with Mitch. Uh, he, I can't, yeah. he, he's pathetic on the game, but in real life, I mean, look, he's had some moments of a flash of good, of good things, and I like Montgomery. I know Allen Robinson's going through some contract issues right now. Um I'm going to take Chicago, man, because Atlanta's pathetic. You don't lose a game like that. And now that Julio's hurt, as man. usual, on protocol, um, Calvin Ridley's going to be out there going against Cal Fuller. Ooh. Yeah, I don't have any hope for Atlanta. I got Chicago winning that game. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and have to make this unanimous. Um, I can't say what I was calling Mitch, you know what I'm saying, when me and Hendo was playing. But, um, yeah, it'll, it'll look good on a T-shirt. But, uh, yeah, I guess I'm going to have to go with the lesser of two evils, which is Mr. Bisky, and uh, go with the Bears. Because, I mean, look, fam, like, I think Treadwell is, like, the Falcon's second receiver, and ain't nobody trusting his hands. No. I didn't even know he played for them. Yeah. I didn't even use him. I thought they was using Justin Gage. I mean, that is, like, you know, the other person. But, yeah, Treadwell is also out there, too. But, I mean, now nah, we good. I go with the Bears. All right. One of the games I was, I'm really anticipating on watching. These teams are also two and zero. We got the Buffalo Bills at the crib going against the uh, going against the Rams. I think this is. Uh, I, t- I still look at Buffalo as a great team, still up and coming. The Rams' first two games, of course, they, they were pretty good. Give me the Bills at the crib, man. I think the Bills will get this one. Yeah, another Madden simulation game that me and Dom had did. Who won that game? Uh, I think he, I think the Rams did. Yeah, whoever had the Rams did. You had the Rams. So Aaron Donald got hot late, and that was a problem because there's no one that can stop Aaron Donald. Um, I, I, I think, you, you won that game. Aaron Donald oh, yeah. did. Like, yeah, you oh, won yeah, Jalen Ramsey dropped the ball. Yeah, Jalen Ramsey yeah. dropped two interceptions. Yeah. Um, the key matchup in them was definitely going to be Stephon Diggs versus mm-hmm. um, um, Tredavious White. Um, you know, you got Jalen Ramsey on the, on the Rams as well. That's a, that's, It's going to be a good game. Uh, Cooper Cup. Colby's, it's a lot of good talent on both sides of the field. On both I, yeah, I think I, I'm gonna go with Buffalo. I think Buffalo, they got a nice team, man. Like, I didn't realize how good that line was, um, but they are really good. And Josh Allen, I did not know that was the first time he threw with 300 yards in the game. Yes, like, I, 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 I had no clue. I was like, now in this, in this climate of the NFL, 300 yards is nothing, but that was his first time throwing 300 yards, so. Congrats to him, but yeah, I'm going to go with them. Um, the Rams have been playing great football, though, but I'm going to go with Buffalo. 
Yeah, I'm going to go with Buffalo as well. I like their secondary. And, uh, yeah, they're the new Jacksonville Jaguars. So mm. we'll see. We'll see if Josh Allen ends up being like Blake Bortles or, you know, if he'll actually be the quarterback that gets the defense, you know, over the hump. Or is it going to be Blake Gabarits? <sighs> Kyle Colt McCoy. Oh, well. okay. Hopefully he's available. All right. Next game we have, both of these yeah. teams are one and one. We have the Washington football team <sighs> on the road. Against Clee and <laughs> oh, oh, and you know what? I'm not gonna do this anymore with Clee. I'm done with them. Out of all the love that we gave Clee, even listening to their sports radio via tune in, giving them so much love and admiration, thinking they're gonna get it done on paper. <laughs> nah, fam, we I'm not gonna do this. Even y'all were struggling against Cincinnati last week. I'm not finna fall with this. I want them to lose every game on out just to be petty. For them wasting for them wasting my time. I'm picking the Washington football team to win this game by three. I am gonna go with Cleveland. I know they're probably gonna lose. But last week I went against Cleveland because I thought Cincinnati would beat them and they showed up. And I do like the fact that Odell Beckham seems to be getting the ball a little bit more. So that does help them out a lot. I don't want Washington to win because that is a division rival. And both our teams could end up one and two before this whole thing is going. And Washington could be two and one if they win. So I don't want Washington to win. I do think Cleveland's the more talented team. But Baker Mayfield is going to get killed in this game somehow because Chase Young and Ryan Kerrigan are going to have a field day. Um, yeah. I'm going to go with Cleveland. I think our man's Juice Landry is going to have a good game. Gotcha. Yes, yeah. I did say that. Yeah, just, just give me some yak, bro. That's all I ask. Yeah. We don't want ten catches, sixty yards. We need ten and one eighty. So, yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with um, Cleveland, man. I think Cleveland got it. Yeah, I'm going go with Cleveland. F Washington. Yeah, I, mm. I was leaving it at that. Nice. Next game, we have the zero and two Minnesota Vikings. Oh my god, Cuzzo, Cuzzo. This it's bad, Cuzzo, but they are at the crib this time, so. Hopefully this will help somewhat, but I don't think it is because they're going against the Titans and they're also two and zero. Oh. And we've seen how you know what? There's a Titans fan on Twitter asked me this during the week, asking me is Ryan Tannehill a top five quarterback in in the league? Mm-hmm. According to his numbers, yes, you can say it, you can see that and say that. If you're going to use be a fan to be biased, no. He's not a top five quarterback in this league, so we can stop all that there. Even from the little stretch run that he had towards the end of last season, uh, it was that stretch run that he had. He was barely throwing the ball anyway. Derrick Henry is the reason why they got to the playoffs and their defense. So let's try to kill all this noise about Ryan Tannehill. But I got the Titans win this game on the road. I still like that defense. I still like Derrick Henry, even though he has more of the workload because he is the, uh, the only feature back. I got Tennessee with this one, man. I think Tennessee will win in a close game, but they will win it by defense. Uh, I'm going to go with Tennessee because Stephon Diggs is missed in Minnesota. Very. I like Jefferson, but, um, yeah, he's very missed right now. And, yeah, they're struggling. Um, Dalvin Cook didn't have a good game last week. Cozo is out there doing Cozo things. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's finally acting like himself again. Um, that defense is banged up. There's a lot of injuries, of course, which we'll get to that. 
um, on every team, but they got a lot of key injuries right now. And um, I like Tennessee, man. Even though A.J. Brown's not going to play, uh, I think Davis is going to have a big game. And this tight end, John Smith, I mentioned him before last week. I think he's a he's a huge plus for that team. But, yeah, Derrick Henry is a monster. And, look, yeah, I mean, I get what he's trying to say, top five, maybe performing right now because his team is winning. But I wouldn't take him as a top five talent. So I'm going to go Tennessee. Um, yeah, I think Tennessee's going to win that. Yeah, I'm going to go Tennessee as well for basically all the reasons that y'all pointed out already. All right, cool. All right, next game, we have New England Patriots, which, you know, unfortunately they did lose at the last play of the game against the Seahawks, where that game was fantastic, by the way, on Sunday Night mm-hmm. Football. They got the 2-0 Raiders, who just beat the New Orleans Saints. Say, man, their tight end, Weller, is, is – very effing good. That's a very good tight end. Very good. A lot of people are calling him like the the, uh, the skinny Ron Gronkowski. You know, so he's already getting compared to Gronk, which that's fine. I like those comparisons. But seeing Derek, well, we know why. But uh, seeing Derek Carr, you know, playing very well, getting able to throw the football, finally has a reliable target to throw downfield. I like the running back also as well, even though he had, you know, a fumbling issue, but he kind of made up for it. The defense is still in, and that's I think that's, that's going to be a problem with that defense because the way Cam Newton is playing right now offensively for the Patriots and the way Josh had this guy running all the way around the field, he's still throwing the football, which is great. I Like the red zone offense for them has been very good. Besides the last play against Seattle, I wish they would have really called something else. But, you know, say thank Jamal Adams for that because, you know, he was a madman on the field last week. But – um. I got the Patriots in this one. I think it's going to get out of hand in the second half with the Raiders. I don't think their defense is going to be good enough to stop Cam Newton in that offense. So I got the Patriots. Uh, this was a Madden simulation game that me and Don participated in, and Cam Newton got smoked. I couldn't dive to save my life. He fumbled like five times. And I'm going to say this about this Las Vegas team. They got a lot of speed mm-hmm. on this team. When it comes down to Henry Ruggs, it comes down to um, Renfro, um, Nelson Aguilar, you, mm. you go down a list. And um, Jacobs is one of the best running backs in football, man, I think, right now. And like I said, defense is probably going to be an issue, but I'm liking this Raiders team right now from an offensive standpoint. They look fast. They look good. Um, when you look at this, um, this Patriots team, I just don't know, outside of Edelman, I don't know anybody on that team. I mean, they got this receiver, Harry. They got – I mean, obviously, you know, unfortunately, hopefully James White is okay because I know you guys heard yeah. story about his, his mom and dad. So, prayers to James White. But, you know, besides him and um, the other running back from um, um, George, I can't think of his name right now. But they they're, they don't have many offensive weapons. I know Bill is, has a way of making guys look good, but I don't think they got enough. So, I'm going to take – I'm going to take Las Vegas. Mm. I am going to go ahead and, and say that the Patriots bounce back this week against Las Vegas. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see the coaching matchup between, you know, Gruden and Bill Belichick. So that's really what I'm looking forward to the most to see, you know, who comes up with the best scheme. And I'm going to go with Bill Belichick on this one. And I think once Cam gets going, it's going to be hard to stop him. He's been a little bit more accurate than, you know, he was the last couple of years. So once he get going, I think he'll be good. So, yeah, I got the Patriots in this one. 
All right, next game, I want to apologize to all the fancy football owners in advance because there is no Saquon Barkley. He's out for the season. There is no Bosa. He's out for the season. Both got ACL injuries. And you have Jimmy G, who's out for maybe four to six weeks with a high ankle sprain. Your man's. So this game right here is going to be crunchy, black, little boosy, ugly. Uh. Hmm. The Giants are at home, so I guess that's a little bit of an advantage. You know, you got you know you got you got Jacobs there, so maybe he can make things happen. <sighs> but at the same time, your best offensive player is out for the season, which means Daniel's gonna be running for his life. So get ready to see him miss some RPOs thanks to Mr. Jason Garrett. And I'm pretty sure he's gonna be running that with him. But I still believe that San Francisco will get this win, and I got San Francisco on the road, unfortunately. I'm going to make this quick. I got the um, – you know what? I think the Giants are going to win somehow because I'm going to tell you why. This will be the one week that they show up because there is a lot of injuries over there, and Bosa is going to be missed, and they, they do weird things. Uh, I know they signed Devontae Freeman, if I'm not mistaken. So Yeah, yeah, uh, they just did. Sterling Shepard's on the team. I'm going to go on a, on a leap here. Even though I did pick the 49ers, I'm, I'm probably going to say the Giants. You know what? No, 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 no. I'm not taking no Giants. Yeah, Jason Garrett's over there with Joe Judge. No, sir. I'm going to go Niners. Um, we'll see. This is going to be an ugly game, probably the most boring game to watch of the week. But, yeah, I'll go I'll go um, 49ers. I got Niners as well. No explanation needed. It's the Giants. Hmm. All right. This game, we have the 2-0 Pittsburgh Steelers. It has been the return of Ben Roethlisberger from his elbow surgery, who he has been looking very, very good. Hey, that that front seven of the Steelers is very good, man. They're all young, very fast. I do I do like their defense. You know, Mike Tomlin still hanging on there, which I to me I still believe this may be his final season there. Especially if they don't make the playoffs, which I still think they will. But they will face the only two Texans. Yes, the only two Texans, and they're still having you know offensive line issues, coaching issues, defense is getting old and depleted in that front seven. Um, I do believe they will go on three in this game. Give them the Steelers at the crib. Uh, I'm going to go Steelers. I like the, I like Bud Dupree and TJ Watt on that outside. So I'm going to go Steelers. I think James Washington has a big game. I don't know the status of Juju right now, um, but it's going to get ugly for the, for in this game, I think, for Deshaun Watson. God, they miss DeAndre Hopkins so bad. My God. Both of the teams that trade their wide receivers, Minnesota and Houston are suffering right now. Yes. So, yeah, I'm going to go with. I'm definitely going to go with them. I'm going with the. Um, I'm going. I'm going to go with the Steelers. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I'll, I'll ride with bathroom being as well. I'll, I'll pick the Steelers to win this one. Texans just. I'm glad the son got his money. That's that's really the only good thing I can say about the Houston Texans is they they paid the son Watson. So, hooray. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Indeed, that's how I feel about it too. He got his bread, so he deserved it. Other than that, I really don't care about the team at all like that. Next game on the list, hopefully we'll see a good Uncle Phil. Hopefully, as we do have the Colts that will be going against the 0-2 Jets, they will be going to Indy to face the Colts. Uncle Phil, all I ask for, bro, like if it's a close game, I, like I don't want this to be a close game at all. Do not. 
please do not let this be a close game where Uncle Phil is up to him and he's got two minutes left to win this game. No. Please vote his team out. The Jets ain't got nothing going on, nothing going for themselves. Nothing at all. I got the coach in a blowout. Uh, hmm. I'm going to go the Colts because um, I know this is a game that Big, you know, Uncle Phil loves to lose as we, you know, he likes to lose these kind of weird games, but the Jets are atrocious. I don't know anybody on the Jets besides our Mr. Inconvenient Truth himself, Frank mm-hmm. Gore. Um, there's no Le'Veon Bell. I see T.Y. Hilton's gonna have a pretty decent game. So, mm-hmm. yeah, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to Coast, man. I, the Jets are pathetic. You know what? Imagine trying to watch a Jets and Giants game. Mm-mm. Nope. Imagine that's your battle for New York. Nope. Christ. No, thank you. Yeah, I'm going. I'm I'm going. I'm going Colts. Yeah, I'm I'm going Colts as well. We've spent enough time talking about this trash game. We sure did. And speaking of and speaking of trash, the 0-2 Carolina Panthers. And again, I apologize once again for the inconvenience for the fans and football owners because my boy Chris McCaffrey, he's hurt. So they're on the road. They will be going against the Chargers. And oh my goodness, man. I mean, as good as I like the Chargers and I really want them to see them win, it's always injuries. It's always some weird, even towards the fact of the quarterback situation which this guy is out indefinitely because of a screw-up from a freaking doctor, which has no good record after he did what he did with this situation. Also, what makes it even worse, due to the CBA agreement, he can't sue. Wow. So, like, he can't sue at all. Nope. So, so right now, you know, Teddy Bridgewater is out indefinitely over a mistake from, from the medical staff, over an ejection, like, if you don't know what you're doing, don't freaking do it, okay? Like, you putting everything at risk. Like, this guy's career could have been at risk. Like, he could have passed away from this. But, you know, all, all that aside, I hope that gets straightened out. But give me the Chargers. I, I got Chargers in this one. Yeah, I'm going to go with Chargers. Um, I, I like Keenan Allen. I like some of the weapons on that team, even though they got injuries. Justin Herbert looked good last week. Did have a hiccup late in the game. Um yeah, no Christian McCaffrey, but they do got Mike Davis, I believe. And they got this other rookie running back that's pretty nice. But, nah, I'm good. We straight. Gotta give me the Chargers. But, once again, this is a type of game that the Chargers could lose. But, yeah, they got a lot of injuries over there, man. They got to get healthy. And now with this Tyrod Taylor deal, it's – Yeah. I'm going to go Chargers, though. Yeah, man, I'm going uh, I'm to go with the Chargers, though. Jake DeLone and Steve Smith ain't walking through that though, fam. So um Wow. Or Dan or, it is. Or Dan Morgan. Or Rodney Pete. Mm. Mm. So yeah, charges it is. Buccaneers are on the road going against the Denver Broncos. Give me the Buccaneers on the road. Uh yeah, give me the Buccaneers. Um no Drew Lock, no Corlin Sutton, it looks like. Uh yeah. It may get ugly. And it's the return of Chris Godwin as well. Yeah. Oh. Right, give me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me Bucks. Bucks. We got one of the most surprising two and old teams in the NFL. We got the Arizona Cardinals. 
I got them winning this game, by the way, but they're going against the only two Lions. I really don't have any respect for them at all. They're going to keep on losing. Kyler Murray and Hopkins, Hopkins, that combo has been amazing. I'm glad Hopkins is over there because he's really showing what he's really made of with a great quarterback that's throwing on a, on a run, a young quarterback. Shout out to uh, Cliff Kingsbury, by the way. Give me the Cardinals. Yeah, give me the Cardinals. Um, Kevin Galladay is returning, but uh, yeah. We'll see. Give me the Cardinals. Kyler Murray about to have a field day. Uh, We're going to see, but just give me the Cardinals. Same. Hopkins out there having too much fun right now. Yep. Larry Fitzgerald got him a new running mate. Might even yep. play another year or two. Right. Just because of that trade. Thank you, Bill O'Brien. Yep. Thank you very much. Um, Dumbass. Yeah. Sunday night football game, we have two Hall of Fame quarterbacks going at it, Aaron Rodgers against Drew Brees, as the Saints will be at home against the Packers that are 2-0. Drew Brees really misses Michael Thomas, and you can see how he cannot pass the ball downfield past 20 yards for some reason. Like I don't know what's going on with this game. But uh, defense is still there. Defense is still good, but the Packers' running game has been fantastic. Which has took a lot of slack off of um, off of Aaron Rodgers. Defense is still kind of, eh, you know what I'm saying. But at the same time, it's like I don't know when Michael Thomas is coming back. They say it may be where he may be back this weekend, but he still got that lingering ankle injury. So I doubt if he's 100. percent Give me the Packers on the road, man. I think the Packers will will get this done, and I think they will score on a last you know game with a touchdown from Aaron Rodgers. Don't give that man too much time. Or no time at all. This game will be close. I got the Packers on the road. I forgot what 50 and Tupac said. When 50 had said that um, Herb looked like Larry Holmes, flabby and sick, Drew Brees looked flabby and sick, y'all. What's wrong with Drew, man? And it's starting to show. Uh, I am going with the Packers in this game. I am concerned about Devontae Adams, though, because he did get hurt. Yeah. He is questionable, so we're going to see. Um, but if he plays and he's healthy enough, they're going to win this game. I like Aaron Jones, the running back, like you mentioned. Uh, yeah, the Saints are a little shaky, man. So, uh, Drew Brees ain't looking too good. I think Jameis Scrong is on the bench over there looking like it's my time. We're going to see. So, but, yeah, I'm going to take um, I'm gonna take the Packers. Now, if this was a actual regular season game that had fans involved, then going to Superdome is a little different. But mm-hmm. – with no fans, I think it's no home field advantage. So, yeah, give me the give me the Packers. Yeah, I'm not picking the Saints in anything. Um, Drew Brees out there looking like Vinny Testaverde when he was with the Cowboys. So, Yikes. yeah, give me the Packers. All right. Two games left. Next game on the list, both of these teams are 0-2. As we have the Bengals going to Philly to face Dom's Eagles. Burrow has been very damn good. Still needs protection. Still needs some more reliable weapons. But like I say, he's a rookie, so you know he's going through the motions right now. But I see they will be going on three because I think Dom's Eagles will pick it up and will get things back together in stride. These are the games that you kind of need just to get back. I mean, no disrespect to to Cincinnati, but we already know where that road is going to lead to. But also at the same time, when it comes to Philly, when it comes to Philly, and it comes to this division, and you have an opportunity to get a win in the win column, you know, after losing two games in a row, this right here is the game to do it. Give them the Eagles in the blowout. 
Uh, because see, the problem is this: if they can't pass protect for Carson, there's no reason to pick this game. Um, yeah, man, this will be the time for the Eagles' defense to step up versus a rookie quarterback. But Cincinnati has weapons. I like Tyler Boyd, AJ Green, Joe Mixon. They got a lot of weapons over there. I'm going to pick the Eagles in this game. I do think they get their first win of the season. I think Carson Wentz, he's been hearing the chatter. But once again, he's throwing the fifth string wide receivers. Uh, I don't know who that J.J. or whoever his name is. He's terrible. Um, they they don't have any weapons over there. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a little worried about that, but I do think the Eagles get it done. This is a pressure week for them. Uh, Carson hears it, so I'm going to go Eagles. That's cute. I'm picking the Cincinnati Bengals to win this game. The Ooh. Eagles suck. Carson Wentz has been the same player for the last five years. He still mm. holds on to the ball too long. He still throws the ball unreasonably too high. Zach Ertz ain't going to get you no yak. Like Dallas Goddard is the tight end that's like been moving the chain. So, yeah, Doug Peterson sucks. I've been saying Doug Peterson sucks. Frank Wright should have been the person that they kept over Doug Peterson once they didn't out. Once they didn't hire the offensive coordinator and Doug Peterson was going to be the one calling the plays, I already knew what the season was going to look like. The team sucks. The offensive line sucks. The receiving core sucks. The Bengals will win this game. Mm. Mm. Okay. That's an Eagle fan. He, he said hey, it, though. Hey, man, look. Out of all these Eagle fans that I know, that I talk to every single day and every single time during the week, well, I was the only one Eagle fan that I know that will, you know, keep it 100 about their team. Regardless of how you feel about the team, you want them to win every game. But if you know how that team is from top to bottom on both sides of the football and the coaching staff and the front office, Don will let you know about it. I mean, I picked them to lose in Washington. So, I mean, like, nothing that happens this season is going to surprise me whatsoever. So, yeah, they suck. That's it. That's, like, that's really just the end of it. I don't even see them making a wild card. Mm. Mm. All right. Last game, we do have the Dallas Cowboys coming off a one-point comeback win against the Atlanta Falcons because they wanted the Falcon in the special teams. We'll be going to Seattle to be facing the 2-0 Seattle Seahawks. Now, this game is very interesting because every time they go up there, the Cowboys yep. do win. They do play well up there in Seattle. That is something yep. that I always notice, you know, Yes, there are injuries, you know what I'm saying, in the secondary. You know, so you, you got Cheeto, he's hurt. That's another main, you know, guy. You know, Trevin Diggs, he did practice. So that's a good that's that's a good thing. So hopefully he will be out there. You know, you still have a digressing defensive line with your best player on your defensive line hasn't played football in five years. Also, the best player that's supposed to be on your defensive line, he's digressing dramatically. And also, he's hurt, so I don't even know if he's going to play. So he may be hurt. You have a linebacker, which is Hendo's boy, who can't even cut down field and get running backs. He's getting blocked. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's literally getting blocked out, out the play, out the cameras to the sidelines. Like, that's how bad he's been getting, he's been getting just toasted over there. You have a line, you have a linebacker in depth chart that's depleted. You don't want to add none to that. You don't want to add to your you don't want to add to your safety position, which they've been trash for the last 10 to 15 years. You don't want to add to that, but you got a player that's out there for the low. You can just pretty much like 
call him up and he'll be ready to roll. Out of all the injuries and everything that has to be done, especially on the offensive line, you still got offensive linemen hurt, you know, so you got two main guys that may not even play. That's the issue, which makes Dak Prescott want to do more with you don't want to you don't want him to do more out there under center and you also have Zeke so that helps a lot you also have a receiver core which you are missing your your uh your tight end but you know thank goodness mm-hmm. for Schultz he had an amazing game see yep. what happens when Jason Witten is gone see what happens when you don't have an asshole that's over there in the tight end position not letting these young guys get any kind of shine now you see what you have in Schultz now you have a great backup tight end who's taking that starting role so that's another bright spot. Out of all these injuries that I name, all the injuries that I name, they can still go in Seattle and still win this game. For some reason, they do well against Seattle. Now, no disrespect to Seattle at all because Russell Wilson has also still been phenomenal. You know, again, an MVP candidate. I don't know why this guy cannot win the MVP award to save his life. You got DK Metcalf, who's built like a damn linebacker out there, and I'm scared to even know who the hell is going to cover him. Because I know that's going to be just hell on wheels right there dealing with that. Also dealing with Russell Wilson on the run, who is like one of the best on the run scrambling quarterbacks I have ever seen play. But also, out of all that being said, I'm still going to pick the Cowboys to win this game. Only because the matchup against Dak and the matchup against Russell Wilson, I think it will be phenomenal. But I think it will be phenomenal if you get Zeke more opportunities to run the football and catch the ball out the backfield. Seattle has been leading in rushing in the NFL for the last two seasons, and they know how to run the football. They know how to get things done. But you have a premier running back on your other side who needs touches. Stop putting the game in Dak's hands all the damn time. That, that's not the type of quarterback he is. You're forcing him to be that quarterback. You don't have to do that when you have Zeke and when you have a great receiving core that you need to really get the ball to and give him time to do that, even though he's been running for his life ever since the offensive line being hurt. But I got the Cowboys coming back. They're going to be down. They're going to have another comeback victory. I got the Cowboys 34-31. Uh, yeah, um, I think the Cowboys offense can do enough to beat this Seattle defense because, you know, not naming Bobby Wagner or, you know, Jamal Adams, that defense is okay. Um, the Cowboys have too many weapons to not put up 30 points, right? I mean, you got Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, C.D. Lamb, Zeke, Tony Pollard. The list goes on. The issue is this. The play calling is weird, and it's conservative at times, and sometimes they overdo it. I will say this. They can't make no mistakes versus this team. You can't be out there going for it on fourth and 20 on your 20-yard line and hoping that you get to, you know, convert it. But, um, I think the Dallas defense is hearing the chirping. Um, Everson Griffin, as you know, has been going at it with reporters locally because everybody called him trash first two weeks. Damn, Jeff. Uh, Sorry, rightfully, Jeff. Right, rightfully so. Rightfully so. Um, I have not heard Demarcus Lawrence's name at all, so I don't know if he even playing. Um, Jalen Smith, you know, it is what it is. Look, I have nothing against Jalen Smith. The issue I have is the swiping. When you down twenty points, and you swiping. That is a major issue for me. That'd be like celebrating high stepping and you getting beat 35 to nothing on Madden. Like, sit down. So, you know, it is what it is, but I think the Cowboys pass rush is going to be there. Once again, I ain't heard Don Terry Poe's name. 
I ain't heard Tyrone Crawford's name. I ain't heard none of these dudes' names. All these defensive linemen they got. Only name I've heard is Aldon Smith, and I've heard Everson Griffin name last week. So uh, I'm going to pick Dallas. Uh, I am a little worried about Tyler Lockett and um, DK Metcalf and Chris Carson because they can run and the Cowboys can't stop the run. But I'm going to go off of history. Cowboys do well in Seattle. And usually Cowboys win games they're not supposed to win. And then they'll they'll win the games and th- and they'll lose the game like they'll they'll play like the Colts this no they'll play like Jets this year again and they'll lose so mm-hmm. I mean I don't think they play Jets year but you know they'll play one of them stupid teams like the Giants and lose so yeah I'm gonna go Cowboys. Uh yeah I'm picking the Seahawks I'm I'm not picking no NFC East uh <laughs> no nobody in the NFC East is winning this week I'm calling everybody losing. Bro, what if it takes like five wins to win the division? Good. That means the division is officially as trash as we thought it was going to be. So, and then, yeah. And then you know you got this third wild card team, bro. Like, that's going to even make it even worse, bro. I bet not see a five or six win team just make the playoffs like that. You know what it's going to look like, right? Yeah, I remember when West Virginia went to a bowl game with six wins. That's exactly what, that's exactly what it's going to look like. We got a six-win playoff team. Like, come on. Like, Get out, out of here, son. Out the NFC East. Out <laughs> like, the NFC it's gonna, East. It's going to be an NFC East team, bro, with like six wins that are going to get the last wild card spot. The 6-10 and ten Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> Fighting for their playoff lives. Man. Didn't, didn't Arizona Cardinals make it to them there? It was, it was like 7-9. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Didn't yeah. It, wait, yeah, the Giants was like that one year, too. That was 79. Yeah, see, they got to change that rule. Actually, wasn't it one of the Super Bowl? They won the Super Bowl in 719. They were like the second wild card team. So, yeah, 6 and 10 will win the NFC East. I'm calling it right now. Well, there you go. I ain't going to be surprised either. All right, good stuff, y'all. Let's move on to the NBA and where we have the Eastern and Western Conference Finals going on. The Heat right now are playing the Boston Celtics. The Miami Heat are up 3-1. And rightfully so, they should be because that team whole roster is pretty damn good offensively and defensively. Even stemming towards the fact that you're having the rookie Tyler Hero hitting 37 points, which I thought that was an incredible performance by him. Even though both teams kept on shooting threes and you at one point they both were like 5 for 20 and 5 for 25. <coughs> Stop shooting, bro. Like you have players to go to the basket. But all in all, they kept shooting him. And Tyler Hero, luckily, he was the only one that got his shit together and can finally hit some shots out there. But um, to me, this is more on the Boston side. I got Miami winning, by the way. But to me, this is more on Boston side because you have three – I, I don't want to say three. I'll say two and a half isolation players out there. Mm. I see them adding Kimball Walker offensively. It does help. But you also got to look at it like this. Kim Walker never really had help around him. And it kind of pisses me off because Brad Stevens is just giving him the green light to run these isolation plays and just let him just shoot in the clutch and do what he wants to do. Either all in all, to me, out of those three players, I think Jalen Brown should get the ball even more because I like the way that Jalen Brown really attacks the basket and he can also shoot mid-range as well. You know, no disrespect to Jason Tatum because he's been fantastic. But he do get three-point happy, and I've been seeing that with a lot of times in a lot of games. And I think this game right here, I mean, Boston will keep it close, 
But I love Miami as a whole, man. Jimmy Butler has been fantastic. Don't cut that mustache. You're looking like Django out there with that mustache. Don't cut it. Whatever you're doing is working. Keep it up. Bam and Mabayu, I hate that he hurt his wrist. Like, I don't know what's going on with him. And they kept they were keeping him out the, out the, on the court, by the way, which I thought that was weird. But hopefully he'll, you know, wrap the wrist up. It ain't no, It's not a bad sprain. It was broken. But he's been the key focus to this team, man. Him, Duncan Robinson. I mentioned Tyler Hero. But um, that team as a whole, man, Eric Sprocher has been fantastic. Fantastic. It's on the defensive side. I like how Miami is switching. I like the fact that they don't have to settle and play zone all the damn time. And plus, when you're going against the Boston team where they just having those guys just running isolation damn near every play, that makes it easier for Miami because they're good with defensive switching and they're good playing individual defense on players. So that's really right up there in their alley. I hate Boston in the clutch because you got three options to go to, but at the same time, it's like Kimba is the, is the ball handler. And it's a possibility he's not even going to pass the damn ball. He may just dribble for like 19 or 20 seconds and just take a long-ass three and just to end the possession. I've been seeing that a lot of times for him. So they haven't been really going to Marcus Smart. They haven't been really setting up tights to do any pick and rolls or any alley use for them. It's all just been three of those three guys. Great individual players, but when it comes to a team that's playing great team basketball or offensive defense, you're not going to get it done like that. So I don't like the way Brad Stevens is not adjusting to that. And you can see the reason why they're down 3-1. I got Miami winning tonight and finishing this out. I'm going to go Boston tonight. I think Boston is desperate, the more desperate team theory here. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what Marcus Smart does. Tatum has played well. But, yeah, man, it's tough when you got those three guys and you don't know who's going to take the last shot. Um, yeah, man. Brad Stevens needs to be talked to about this because he's getting a lot of love every year, but coming up short. And I don't know what the excuse is going to be this go around, but Miami's just been amazing, man. You know, Tyler Harrow plays with a certain level of like, I hate to use the word swag, but he does. I like the Duncan Robinson over there. He can shoot undrafted, by the way. Um, I, Jay Crowder, we, we both got jerseys for him um, for all our respective teams. Um, you know, Bam Adebayo, once again, just his story alone, you know what I'm saying? I had a chance to talk to him this year. He's a good dude. And, um, yeah, man, I like this team. Goran Dragic, the list goes on. This is a tough matchup, man, for Boston. This is a tough match- matchup for any team. And Jimmy is at the gym in the course. He's playing tough. He's he's slinging the coffee out there is what cool. I understand. 20 a cup. Yeah, yeah 20 a cup. So Jimmy's out there hustling coffee right now. And – Jimmy's putting it in, man. I got to give Jimmy credit. You know, people say he was a cancer to, to these teams, but obviously he's not. These guys love him. And, yeah, I'm happy for Miami, but they got to close out. It's always tough when you 3-1. Look, both of these teams, Boston and Miami, are two teams – I'm sorry, Boston and Denver are both two teams that are capable of doing it. And, look, man, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see for sure. Uh, I got Boston tonight, but I got Miami winning the series. For some reason, I just feel like Marcus Smart of all people is going to have a big game tonight, offensively and defensively. And I don't see Tyler Hero going off 37. Now, two reasons why I feel like, well, the main reason why is because Eric Sposa is like horribly out coaching Brad Stevens, fam. 
And can y'all just remember, like, a couple of years ago, we was all talking about Brad Stevens, like, the next coaching darling, you know what I'm saying? Like, the next yep. up-and-coming coach and stuff like that. Right now, it doesn't look like it. So, major props goes to Eric Spolcher. Now, one positive for this Bam Adebayo injury is that the fact that we might get a Udonis Haslam sighting, yo. Yeah. So... That's the best thing about, you know, this. But, yeah, I got Boston winning tonight, but Miami is definitely still a win in the series, though. Hmm. Hmm. All right, let's move on to the Western Conference as we have the Los Angeles Lakers one win away from making the NBA Finals as they won by six points over the Nuggets last night. As we have um, LeBron with almost another triple-double. You also have Anthony Davis. You know, suffered an ankle injury going towards the second half. You know, he had a pretty good game also as well. I think just like Rondo's presence in general was the main reason why they won that game. Matter of fact, no, I take that back. Dwight Howard starting this game to me was the main reason why they won that game because I felt like him starting, him, you know, strong arm and everything, dude had like 10 rebounds in the first half, you know, saying having and one putbacks, you know what I'm saying, and the Lakers' offensive rebounding was fantastic last night, which led to them having great defense. The Denver Nuggets had a lot of turnovers, and I thought that was just like, man, just unbelievable to me, just all the turnovers that they had. Of course, Jokic and Murray got things going. Murray hitting just unbelievable shots. Murray right now, you know, with Kyrie not playing, may be the best finisher out there in the league. Because he's finishing in a, in a lane and also finishing mid-range, you know what I'm saying, at the end of the shot clock also as well. Which he's, like, hitting unbelievable shots. But Mary's still been a dog. He had 30 points last night. But the Lakers rebounding in general, Rondo's passing and court vision alongside with LeBron's really won this game. Of course, you have the Nuggets still making runs, still making comebacks all through this game. They had one more run in them last night. But I think the main reason why they, they stopped all that was LeBron decided, hey, I'm going to stick Jamal Murray for the rest of the fourth quarter. And that really paid off for them. And I really like the fact that LeBron did step up to the initiative and really started to guard Jamal Murray, you know, really destructed a lot of his shots. A lot of people saying there was fouls, but, hey, cough was going either way. And it's told the fact that it was like, look, man, like I say every single time when it comes to sports, especially in basketball in general, do not let the refs decide the game for you. They're not the ones out there missing rebounds. They're not the ones out there not boxing out, you know what I'm saying, or turning the ball over. You still got to play this damn game, no matter regardless if you think your star players need calls or not. They may need to get them, but at the same time, it's like, look, man, you still got to play this game. The Lakers made the defense adjustments. KCP and Kuzma were hitting big shots. Rondo was fantastic, and they got it done. Now, Denver... They already came back from 3-1 twice already in the playoffs. So this is right up Denver's alley. You got to close these guys out, man. Do not get them opportunity to win another game. Because I think if they win the next game, I really think it's, I really it's going to go seven games, man. And that's going to be just stupid if that even happens. So the Lakers need to really close this out. I think LeBron is already just, you know, just ready to hit the finals. He already got that tunnel vision as it is. So – I do believe that the Lakers will win the next game and go to the finals. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Lakers. Um, I don't think Denver has an answer for Anthony Davis. And that's what it's going to come down to. 
Jamal Murray can score 50. Jokic can have a big game. But until they find somebody that can just neutralize Anthony Davis, they are in trouble. Uh, I'm going to give guys like Dwight Howard credit for coming in the game and playing good minutes. Um, KTP is playing good right now. Rondo is making plays. Um, yeah, man, they got random guys making plays. So, yeah, I'm going to go Lakers. Uh, I think LeBron has an exceptional game, um, five. Um, he had a pretty tough shooting night the other night. But defensively, he's done some things late in the games that have been very great. But they don't have an answer for Anthony Davis. It's nothing else to talk about on that. So, you know, I applaud Denver. Um, Jamal Murray has become a star in this bubble. Uh, Jeremy Grant has become a big-time free agent next year for some team. Um, yeah, but they need guys like Gary Harris. They're going to need guys like Michael Porter Jr. to have big games. And even at that, they shot over 50% and still lost his game. So, yeah, man, it's going to be tough, man. But I'm going with the Lakers to close it out. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Lakers as well. It's no way that they, you know, the Nuggets are going to come back, you know, back down 3-1 once again. So, I'm going to go with the Lakers in this one. And mostly, even like looking at that last game, yes, a lot of credit does go to Dwight Halford. But I think that Yoki needs to be a little bit more aggressive offensively. Like, look, bro, we know you can pass. It all looks wonderful. But, like, once you get in the post, like, once you got, like, Rondo with people like that guarding you, fam, like, don't look to pass that. Like, even if you miss the shot, just still be aggressive with it. So, like, that's, like, only one thing that's kind of annoying me about, like, watching Denver is, like, at times, Yoki should be, like, way more aggressive than, you know, he actually is. But, yeah, Lex is definitely closing this out. Another thing yeah. I want to uh, piggyback on that, Dom, is, like, him selling for a lot of three-pointers this series. And these last two series, he wasn't really doing that. You see him more a lot in the paint. But I think they're trying to, like, let Plumlee pretty much do the dirty work for him and score in the paint because Jokic want to shoot outside because I feel like he's intimidated by the White and McGee and uh, and also Andy Davis also as well. So me seeing him shooting a lot of threes and mid-range fadeaways and stuff like that looks cool. But at the same time, it's like they're taking you out your comfort zone by, by, by everything and – those bigs for the for the Lakers, man, they've been licking their chops to have a series like this. And and, and it shows, by the way, offensively, Jokers has, I guess, adjusted to what's been going on from the Lakers bigs. Yeah, man, I, it's, it's a tough deal, man. Like I said, it's like you said, Jokers is pretty that you can pass the ball like this. You want him to look like Sabonis or whatever, but you need to go out there and get 30, bro, 30 or 40 for this to happen. And also, they got to find, once again, somebody to stop Anthony Davis. None of this matters. AD can't be stopped. They're in trouble. And that goes for any team. If AD's out there getting 30 and 40, you're going to probably lose the game. So, yeah, man, credit to Denver. Good run. But I can't imagine them winning three straight versus a LeBron James-led team. So, yeah. Not against LeBron. Not against LeBron, no. All right, real quick. I do – I'm going to just do one one news and note. It's the one that there is no – this is out of um, Highland County, Ohio. And I watched no, the video. I don't watch no. the video over like 20 times. I don't know if Dom has seen it. But I got to blame Highland County, you know, county, I mean, courthouse and police department for this because I don't understand why you have security and bailiffs over 50 years old you know, taking out a guy that's pretty much way younger than y'all 
and you're not even securing him while they're walking out the courthouse. So, Nicholas Garrison, 34 years old, was sentenced to six months in jail for meth possession charge Tuesday. And as we all have seen from the video, especially me and Hendo, we didn't watch the video so many times, just because of the anarchy showing him. So they was taking him out to the courthouse, from you know, from the courthouse onto the hallway, and they was taking him into custody. And then once he got outside the courtroom, he broke free and took off. Now there's a scene in this video where he make a quick cut and go down the stairs, and there's like a wooden like barricade blocking the stairs. So one security guard took the initiative to dive over the little wooden barricade and try to dive and catch Garrison. And he missed terribly. His top of the head hit the side wall on the right and his body turned around and he slid down the stairs backwards. All the way down the stairs until his head hit another wall going down the other stairs going back down to the first floor. This, uh, the guy's name, Hendo, is Deputy Ben Reno. Okay. Who's the one that chased Harrison into the courthouse hallway and showed him dramatically diving over the railing. He suffered broken ribs and a minor concussion. Dom, have you seen the video? All right, so what I'm going to do is this. I am sending you the video right now. I need you to look at this real fast while I'm talking about this, and you let me know what you think. Because first off, check your Instagram, by the way. Um, first off, why would you Superman dive into the wall? You know you're not going to get him. And he was running real fast. I ain't never seen nobody run that fast out of court. So that's strike two. But he dove into the wall. All he did just slide down the stairs. Like I think when I think when he dove into the wall, that's when that concussion kicked in. I think he was knocked out. Bro, he was knocked out when he dove into the wall because he tried to Superman dive into the Because bro, he didn't even roll down the stairs, bro. He just laid out and just you know went down the step on his own by like his own body. He was laid he out, bro. That's he, been, he watched me dog bounty hunter and walk in Texas Ranger. He did. De- like, he definitely. Uh, he definitely got CTE, fam. Yeah. You, you see what I'm saying? After yeah. he hit that wall, wow. after he dove, and he just and how wow. you feel? So, yeah. uh, you die, so why would you dive like that? I, I, it it <laughs> wasn't even really enough space for you to be able to like dive over there and like land on your feet and grab a whole person. Like, I don't think he intended to land on his feet. I think he tried to tackle him. No, he he didn't care about the steps, bro. He just he underestimated. Yeah, he underestimated them steps though, because or he didn't account for them or something. Because yeah, so hold, so hold up, they quit chasing him. and They just stopped to help the dude to see if he was okay. I yeah. mean, re- re- reading the federal reports, they said that they did caught up with him. I don't know if that's true or not, but they say they did catch up with him. But even, but even watching the video when he broke out running, and he, he even got gone. that far, bro. He everybody, everybody in that courthouse needed to be fired. You know he, he should have got through the steps. That was a yeah. meth oh, yeah. run oh, right that was, there. Oh, that was a meth yeah, run. That was, that was definitely a meth run. That was a meth run, bro. So, hold on. Okay. Nobody wants to go to jail. It's only six months. I know that's a long time in jail, but 
man, six months, I think I would have, I don't know if I would have read, because now you're going to face more time. So they haven't found him yet? They said they caught up with him, but I haven't even read any reports where, like, they're not showing another video or anything showing that they caught him. Bro, that cop that got the concussions should be fired and broke his ribs. No, everybody, no, everybody in there, all those cops in there need to be fired. All of them. Yeah. And there's no way, there's no way. Why is there not a guy outside to do a waiting just in case? That's what I'm saying. And he wasn't even handcuffed. They was holding his arms. Why he ain't handcuffed? He was wearing free arms and everything. You see how fast he was running, bro? Yeah, bro. Yeah, he gone. Bro, and then you you Superman dive into a wall. And knock yourself out and roll your ass down those steps back first. (laughs) Down to the other flight, bro. That's the worst news. In that. That, that's top three. Oh, wow. That's wow. top three this year. In a weird 2020. Wow. Well, it don't take out the roach from last year. Nah, nothing to beat that. Yeah, nah, nothing, nothing to beat that. Yeah, nothing to but, beat but, that. But this right here. We don't, know, we don't know what happened to that dude with the roach. No, we don't. But this right here, it's, it, it's top three. It got to be top yeah. three. Bro, it, what are you doing? Diving, bro. <laughs> he dove over the platform, dog. Like, bro, he hit stick. Bro, you remember when, like, oh, dog, remember we was playing Madden and what's name dove in the air like that, bro? And he got knocked. Yeah, bro. Bro, like, why Maybe, are you diving, bro? I mean, maybe he needed him to meet his quota for the day. You know what I'm saying? If he got away, he was going to get penalized. Oh, no. All I know oh. is he did. He dove like Max Payne. He, you know what? He dove like old dude did on Max Payne 3 when we was playing online and he shot me. That's exactly how he dove. Oh, my God. This is so funny, man. Like, he dove, bro. All them old-ass deputies, bro. Like, what is the criteria? Like, how do you apply for this job? Like, all of them are just old. And even the dude that's going down the steps, he just tiptoeing and creeping creeping down the steps and showing no sense of urgency. No, that's old. I'm hiring these old-ass deputies, bro. That's why his ass escaped like that. (laughs) Hopefully, Ben is okay, man. But yeah, he got CTE, Dom. You ain't lying. Yeah, it's yeah. Wow. <laughs> so hold on, what if he like ran into the wall and his head got stuck in the wall? Oh, it's yeah, like, like some like some Looney Tunes shit. Oh, oh boy, I would have died. He is running so fast, yo. See bro, what I'm saying? Why like that, he running that bro. fast? Oh, his head hit the pole. Yeah, hit yeah. the pole. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He he's concussed. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, bro. He's cuz, bro. <laughs> that nigga broke out so man. And people just looking at him running, like trip him or something. Like he, he got to the steps, bro. Nobody even attempted to stop him or do anything. He got that far. I feel like that ain't the first time somebody done like got that far out because like yeah, that's a weird shape courthouse too. By yeah, the way. yeah, it really yeah, is. It is. That's true. It's like a maze. Wow. All right. Wow. Oh, my goodness. I had a joke, but I'm not going to use that. Because you remember on, okay, as dumb as this sounds, remember we made fun of the Quiet Storm video, Mob Deep, how he broke up the wall, Mm -hmm. and everybody kind of ran to that wall. That's kind of like this if you think about it. Now, if the dude would have, like, did some Havoc shit, Oh, he yes, but no, like he gets to call into the show when he's out. This is I don't think this is nothing like that, bro. And he'd have flipped off that wall, and that dude would have ran through it, bro. A wise wise man once said, 
this nigga's dead. Like, he is dead, fam. <laughs> like, bro, he slid down yes. the steps. He slid down a flight of steps after banging your head. We need sound. Yeah, because all I need to hear is a bing, and that'll yeah. just, like, set everything off right. The only sound I want to hear is just do, 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 going down the steps. That's all I want to hear. That's all I want to hear. How you die perfectly into the pole? That's what I want to know. Bro, that's what I'm saying. Like, he dove literally head first into it. The only thing that make that video funny is if somebody would like, had, like, the sonic rings getting knocked out of him, like, when he hit the pole. And oh, then when he slid, God. then when he slid oh. down, all you hear is, oh, 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 oh. That's all you hear. No, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Watch old school at the beginning. He's like, what the fuck going on, fam? And then nah. he was in the in the back of the court. What was he doing? What are you gonna do? Oh man! All right, uh, that's that's the, yeah. close that's but the, no cigar. That's the definition of that boy. Close he, but no cigar. He didn't give a damn about his life at all, bro. Like he dove over the platform to catch this dude. Yeah, he went full dead to rights on on original Xbox, fam. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got a problem, <laughs> got a problem here. I got a serious problem. When he dove, his arms went extended. At all. He just dove. He dove with head and shoulders. He dove with head and shoulders. <laughs> oh, no. So he has, oh, I he just dove on the ground. He just dove. Like, you I, just going to use your body to shield yourself. I mean, maybe he went to the Roy Williams School of Tackling. You know what I'm saying? He thought that's how oh, he had on. to do it. Hold on, hold on. So Hit him with the shoulder. Bro, hold on. So you just literally just throw yourself in the air with your hands to your side? Bro, he even, even like extended because think about it. If he extends his arms, he at least grabs him. I can't stop looking at it. I know, bro. I told you I watched it 20 times, bro. Nah, I couldn't help it. It's just the way he ran, like the way he just ran out in the first place. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, he did have his hands out a little bit. A little bit, but not enough to grab him, though. You got to chop this segment up and put the video in here. On the big part, let us talk behind it because, bro, <laughs> he didn't put his arms out, so that lets me know he tried to like spear him or something. He dove like he was diving inside of a pool. Yeah, like like his his hands is like this. No. You know, <laughs> you know what he looked like. He liked to paint on good times. That's how he dove. Exactly how he dove. But for some reason, your hands wasn't out long enough until your ass hit that side wall and <laughs> just wrote. Down. Hold on. Why would you? Why you just didn't go down the stairs with him? I mean, I look. You see how fast he was running. He knew if he would have went all the way around, bro. He damn sure was gonna be bent. He ain't catching no meth head. And unless I they want to be caught. And I understand right now you don't want to shoot nobody, but you got a taser. I mean, look, nobody. Want they wasn't fast enough to pull the taser out for him, bro. This ain't siphon filter. Like, ain't, ain't no Gabe Logans out there, fam. Like, I don't, I don't even think I even thought about pulling out the taser, though. They was probably so surprised at how quick he took off. Bro, he ran, bro. <laughs> when he ran, when they showed the second me when he was running, it was that one dude back no. there. Bro, he was running so fast, bro. <laughs> like, it don't look oh, real. It doesn't. It does oh, he he also kind of ducked a little bit when the when the cop dove at him too. But that's how fast it was. He still had time to look <laughs> and kind of like little dive and still go though. You know, he's like, oh shit, and just kept going. And I heard just just doof. <laughs> he hit right on the right analog stick and dove, fam. Oh my god, bro! But, but my thing is this. That's too my funny. thing is this. It's just. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think if I was a cop, I probably would get fired because I'd be laughing at him. Because oh, I'm keeping that video. Yeah, I'm keeping that video. I'm showing that to all the parties and everything, bro. Like, say, bro, you know what it is? Wow, I made them sound effects and everything, dumb, just for you, just for that. I'm keeping Oof, that video, man. Yeah, but um, that was news and notes. Hendo, please try to find a way to find that video, man, so I can try to add it because it's on Gil's thing. Uh, like, I need I to hear the sound. If there's any sound, I want to know the commotion. He was gone, bro. Bro, took DF off, yo. Bro, that dude took off, bro. And it's like, and like the way he took off, it's like he was waiting to get, like he was like literally just waiting to get to that particular spot so he can just. Yeah, like he had his escape route already planned out, and I also felt like the first time he done been in that courthouse because right. he yeah, like he no way. it seemed like no. he just knew the route perfectly. That's what yeah. I'm saying. He knew where he was going. And oh boy, stupid! <laughs> you, you think you think he does like that before? He had to. He's done that before. He just he he just fails this time. Yeah, he, he done. He ain't gonna cop no more. Hey, he, he, he doing street. He doing street patrol. As soon as soon as he hit his head, this is how I got to add. You know, like when you playing street fighting, then when you stun him, and then like the little stars be going stars out of the head. Doing it like this. That's, that's what you got to add. As soon as he as he slide, as he sliding down the steps, bro, oh, man, like old boy that tried to jump over the the picnic table that time. Mm. This stuff got to stop, bro. I mean. But first off, all right. So hold on. So what was worse, that or y'all remember that video I tagged y'all in about that no. dude that was on the swing and then he no. like <laughs> no, Man, no. no, I knew that was coming up, bro. That swing, bro. No, that swing, right. bro. <laughs> that swing. You see, all you see is him clutched over like this. That 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 swing shit. That shit is undefeated. That bro. shit. Is, that shit is a war win. Hold on, cause all you see is him <laughs> like this, <laughs> and all you hear is a laugh, and nobody did nothing. Nobody did nothing. Just this. <laughs> they knew. They knew he was dead. Hold on, hold on, man. Oh man. Oh man. I'm part that video, bro. Yeah, that that that's swing, bro. Yeah, that's that. Was... Cause all you, I knew it was gonna get back. He was going too high. Oh, you're stupid. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Oh, my God. Oh, resend it to me. Yeah. Yeah. Please resend that, man. Man. Uh, speaking, of, speaking of malconcussions, we do have a UFC event this weekend. Dom, if you can, can control yourself, hopefully, you know, Ooh. go ahead and take it away. Hold on. Uh, yeah, oh, man. You that, bro. Like, they his body <laughs> just done, bro. Oh, no, bro, do your body go weightless, bro? When you go around and try to swim, because like he just got thrown into the pit. <laughs> I'm gonna send it to you right now. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh my god! I'm talking. talking. Oh man, <sighs> my chest hurt. But bro, uh, yeah, why did you bring that up? Oh no! It, it, I don't even know. I, I it just felt appropriate because I just thought about somebody being knocked out, and that's the first thing that came to my mind. But uh, yeah, 
We got UFC 253 <laughs> on Saturday. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> Highlighted by, you know, your boy Israel versus Paulo, Paulo Costa, who's who's undefeated. And look, um, I am going to go with Israel in this fight. But, but Paulo Costa ain't no hoe. So at the same time, I'm kind of iffy about this, but I'm going to go with Israel because when he is the champ and considering what happened with good old, you know, Tyron Woodley, when he fought your boy, good old Kobe, uh, oh. brothers got to bounce back. That's really dope. That's, that's, that's the best way I can say it. The brothers got to bounce back. So, uh, yeah, I am going with Israel out of Sanye in this one. I am picking Dominique Reyes to be Jan Blachowicz. And I can't believe I'm doing this. I am going to pick Jake Matthews to beat Diego Sanchez. So hopefully, go Diego, go can go his ass to Bellator or like somewhere else. But UFC 253 is going to be fantastic. If anything, the main event alone is like enough for to watch it the American way. I'm not gonna lie; I was gonna say for the price of admission, but. Sometimes the American way is the best way. So we going to go with that right there. But, yeah, man, uh, looking forward to UFC 253. We also got, you know, class of champions with WWE on Sunday as well. Roman Reigns, long story short, Roman Reigns is a heel now. His heel turn has been fantastic. His first opponent is going to be Jay Uso, and he is going to kill him, which will solidify Roman Reigns' heel turn even more by basically destroying his own family. And also, real quick, shout out to Ken Shamrock, who is going into the Impact or Impact slash TNA Wrestling Hall of Fame. And The Rock will be the one, you know, sending him a nice greeting message. So, yeah, shout out to Ken Shamrock for that, too. You know, well-deserved. Yeah, man. Um, Yeah, we got to get that back, brother, because Willie let us down. Um, Kobe got Trump on the phone, and that kind of ruined everything for us for that whole day. But uh, we got some good fights coming up. Obviously, we got the Charlo twins fighting. Um, Jamal, or Jamel, how you want to say it, fighting Deborah. I can't pronounce the name. I'm going to say Chenko. He was the guy. Yeah, just say Chenko. Yeah, he was the one that fought um, Triple G in that last fight. A lot of people thought he won that fight. It's going to be an interesting fight. I do think both Charlo twins do get this under control, though, and um, put in some work, man. So, lines on. One time for them boys. Which one of the brothers do you think will lose over the weekend? Uh, Jamal, the one that's fighting Chinko. Because mm-hmm. that's a tough fight. Look, that dude gave Triple G to work. I and see Triple G won, by the way. Yeah. I think they gave the Triple G just because of his namesake alone. And plus, he, he, he kind of controlled the rounds with the punch count. So, Triple G knew yeah. what he was doing. But I still think he won that fight. But go ahead, let me cut y'all. No, no, you good, brother. You good. Um, other than that, we do have a couple of fights going on tonight. Uh, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. is fighting a light heavyweight fight tonight. Um, other than that, man, I'm trying to see who else we got. Other than that, we got some big fights coming up later down the road. We got Lomachenko versus Teofimo in October. That will be a North Richland Hill special for you guys. Um, you guys can be in attendance if you like, but you know – there's a signed waiver that you have to sign because you know there's anarchy that is always involved in our fight parties. Look, we don't have many fight parties. So That's true. And the reason why we don't have many fight parties because usually I host them and bad things happen when I host fight parties. So yep. maybe it's a good thing that we have that in 2020. 
I mean, look, man, if you want to look, if you have any optimism about a fight and I have access to it, you may want to come to my house and watch it because things that are not supposed to happen usually happen. I mean, I can't really like get on you about that because I've been told that I am that way when it comes to like wrestling and UFC. So I feel your pain on that one, my brother. Well, it's because we 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 hype beasts that one fight. The whole week and yeah. Well, I didn't. I kind of now look. Now what happened was a freak accident. What pissed me off was when he said, "Yeah, we've been practicing that the whole whole training camp." So you've been practicing to check kick somebody to break their leg, fam. No, the thing made out of vibranium. No, the the thing is this. It wasn't the way it happened. It's just that loud crack noise and everybody left. No, it, it was. It was. I don't think it was that. Matter of fact, I think when we we just seen him do a leg check and he just failed. It was like, what the hell's going on? And then everything just stopped and they showed the leg. Yeah. And they showed him screaming. I think that what did it. But when Dom was like, 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 what, like, okay, this is what happened. When Hendo set up something, it's always anarchy that happens. What makes it worse with Dom is that he predicts the shit. And then when he predicts yeah. it, it usually happens or it'd be like something worse from that prediction. And then yeah, Dom See, Dom ain't innocent either because he doubled down when we what, what fight was that the um Diaz versus McGregor first fight. He doubled yeah. down because I said something gonna happen and he doubled down. And right before that round, Dom said, Look, if he grabbed him, it's gonna be over. Yep, and lo and behold, <laughs> he tapped out, and now everybody proceeded to pack their bags and leave. Hey, bro, you know how like a movie in bro, that's fucked up. Like, you be quiet and they like leave. That's a, and that's exactly what that, happens. We look at I each other and just leave. That's it. The post fight was the funniest part. Hey, yo, I told you, but I ain't surprised. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh man. Good. Now, as you say that, I, some anarchy probably happened on Saturday. Now to think about it. It would it would surprise me if easy to allow, especially considering he is like the cover athlete of USC foe. He'd probably get knocked the hell out, and I laugh too. Yep. I'm just saying, man. As y'all saw, according Terry, you know, uh, I am a jinx. So you know. Yeah, Terry, you're right. He is a jinx. He is. Yeah. But he's always. But he's. Uh, let me see how I can put this. He's an accurate jinx. I'll put it like that. I just think, that shit always happens. I just think of all the worst case scenarios and the one that's most likely to happen. That's 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 usually it, you know. Now, as far as it be happening, I ain't got no control over that. Be yes, you do because you say it before it happens. You have a lot to do with it, and when it happens, it's it's fucking hilarious because we we want to we want to see it, and when it actually happens in reality, it's just funny, and we can't stop watching it. All right, so hold on, just real quick. Let me let me just tell y'all what uh, Terry is talking about when he said the whole blood money situation, which is the, that's what we call the Saudi the Saudi Arabia pay per view that WWE got over there. Yeah. So I kind of just floated the idea in the air that wouldn't be messed up if Goldberg like beat the Fiend for the you know for the Universal Championship in the. Lo and behold, Goldberg just so happened to show up on SmackDown, challenged the Fiend to a match, and beat him in about five minutes or so. And I won't be able to live that down, apparently. So, uh, 
yeah. Thanks, Bill. Tell him no wrestling ass. And they signed him on for. Yeah, man, we got yeah, you got Bill Goldberg, twenty twenty one fan. Oh man, like he, he nah. the, the year, which means that he probably gonna be champion about two more times. No, nah, knock on wood. I knocked on wood. Hopefully that don't happen. Don't let it happen. I want you to say it's not going to happen. Um, I can't. Still talking about Vince McMahon. So, I mean, you know. But real quick, though, before we do move on, I not like, like uh, rest in peace to, uh, you know, Road Warrior Animal. Man. He did pass away. That, I don't even want to say it came out of nowhere, because like, this, this is really the type of year this being, though. But one of the nicest people that you can ever meet you hear nothing but positive things about him in the locker room and stuff like that. So yeah, man, definitely rest in peace to Road Warrior Animal. Now him and you know him and Hawkins in heaven, uh, wrecking shop. On I mean, as best up as it's gonna sound, ain't like they got opponents up there to wrestle with. So you know, yeah, that's true. It's a reunion up there. Yeah, man. Um, you know, we saw that um, beyond the was it beyond the ring. Yeah. Oh, dark side of the ring. Dark side of the ring. I'm sorry. And um, yeah, it's just a terrible thing, man. Uh, I actually had a chance to meet the guy. Uh, I believe the Rams played here one time, and you guys know the story about his son and everything. And mm-hmm. he was a very nice dude. And I didn't realize it was him, but you know, real nice dude. He was interacting with all the fans, and yeah, man, it's just 2020 has been a shit show for us. Um, we ain't recovered since Jan- January 26th. Nope. We all know what happened January 26th. Yeah, we, 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 yeah we, we ain't recovered since then. Like, it's, it's been one thing, it's nothing. And also, you know, rest in peace to Gail Sayers, you know, mm-hmm. NFL legend. Um, you hear the stories. I know he never gets mentioned in Gen X top fives, but you ask any of the old heads, Gail Sayers was the man for a short period of his career. So, yeah, man, it's just, this is, this is, unreal um i know a lot of wrestlers die young but i didn't know that i don't know what he died of or what they haven't even announced it but yeah man this is a sad story because certain day he had his life together somewhat you know and yeah man brian song you know yeah we're gonna um we're going to pay a tribute to the man so yeah man part of my childhood is once again being taken away um you know i'm not the biggest wrestling fan anymore and but I still dabble into it, but I know those guys. And like I said, the last time I saw him was on Dark Side of the Ring. And yeah, yeah. And he was talking about how life was. And sometimes it's just tough, man. 2020 has been a shit show, though. So yeah, man, prayers to his family. Um, you know, prayers to all the wrestling fans out there. We're all affected by this, whether you're a fan now, a fan then. Um, we lost a, we lost one of the icons of the, of the game, man. Yeah, we did. Actually, got a chance to you know to meet Animal when he was down here at WrestleCon when me and my son had went, and he was there. And is I'm talking about like it was very hard to get to him. Very very hard because I mean just by the Royal Warriors in general, man, just the way they carried themselves, like you know the shoulder pads with spikes on them, you know it was a face paint. I mean it's like. You know what I'm saying? The mic skills, the, the, the videos that they make. And not only that, like, just the, the way they were great in the ring also as well, man. You know, one of the greatest tag teams to me. You know what I'm saying? Me all time. And I was telling Jalen about him. 
and you know, he, I was just explaining to him like how great they was, and you know, what I'm saying you know they finished the move that they had and stuff like that, and you know, and it's like just just animal driven. Like it, it's kind of it's it's hard when you see them, and you like, dang, you know, you know he was great, and all of a sudden just hearing that they passed away, you know, like years later, but um. You know, condolences out to the family. You know, that was a great person, man. That was a great person, and especially in the ring and outside the ring. And also with Gale Sayers, I mean, even though his career was short-lived, you know, he only played like eight, nine seasons, you know, because of the knee issues and stuff that he had. But, I mean, this guy was averaging 20 to 30 yards of punt return and kick return. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, his, his, his average per yard was, like, just crazy. And one of the fastest and smoothest runners I have, Ever watch play, just watching just highlights and stuff in general. But I mean, you know, rest in peace to a great one, man. He did pass away from dementia. And, you know, he was 77 years old. And like Gil Sarris, man, one of the most nicest and pleasant guys out there in the NFL and Hall of Famer. And, you know, condolences to his family as well. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Well, I guess um, let's try to, well, I don't know if this is a positive note, but. I know we had one more segment in us, and um, I was going to talk about these Xbox and Sony pre-orders real quick. It has been a shit show for that. Um, as you guys know, I televised a few things about that. Um, mm-hmm. uh, now, Sony. That was bad because I went to GameStop and had to fade to black because they had no more the first to go around. So I was able to hit the Amazon pre-order, and um, it is pre-ordered through Amazon. It hadn't charged me yet. I guess it's going to wait till it ships off, and then it'll charge. Um, now, the Xbox one is interesting because I knew it was going to be a shit show for that one. And sorry for my language, but um, I was able, able to go to GameStop, and um, I camped out. I woke up at 6 o'clock in the morning, um, left the house at 6.30, shout out to T. Hall. Um, he drove across town and got to the GameStop where I was at. I pulled up. I saw four people there, and I was like, "Oh my god, here we go, disaster!" And they, one of the guys, came out to the car. He was like, "Oh man, it's eight. It's eight of them. It was it was eight Xbox Series X." So I got in line. I called to one. I said, "Look, man, I'm fifth in line. I don't know what's going to happen here." People start pointing up, and then to one pulled up. He was number seven. So we got our Xbox Series X. Um, now, fast forward to yesterday. Or this morning, they redid their Xbox. They did the PS5 pre-orders again in store, and I'm just gonna give you a story on that because last night I left the Rangers game at 11:30. Well, no, I'm sorry, 10:30. So by the time I got crossed back to my side of town, I was stopping at Whataburger to get my wife something to eat. There's the GameStop that I go to right next to it, and what do I see outside? I see four people outside. So I pull up. I said, hey, how's it looking? How many is it? If it had said 20, I would have came back in the morning. They said it was only six. Oh. Wow. Yeah, it was only, it was, it was only six available. And I said, no, nah, I'm good. I got the Amazon one. Because what I was going to do is either one of y'all could have took the Amazon one and I would have just took the GameStop one and everybody would have had opportunity, you know. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, epic fail. Um, there's been stories going around that Employees are housing them or reselling those, so we don't know. I have saw eBay. Um, I'm not going to talk bad about the reseller because they got to make their hustle, but 
damn, it's fucked up when you're selling the system for a thousand dollars. I feel bad for those parents out there that are finna get gypped because their kids really want one. Um, but I saw a lot of Xbox Series S going. And think about this each store had two of those, just the S. So the S was going real fast. So yeah, um, a lot of parents are gonna get gypped out of that one. Um, also, Xbox sold out of their Xbox One X because a lot of people thought they was getting the Xbox Series X. Yep. Xbox One X. So yeah, one time for that. Um, yeah, it's crazy right now, man, the gaming community. Um, other than that, um, yeah, pre-orders are a disaster. What I would advise people to do, you know, follow Fat Kid deals. I won't release the guys' names that me and Dom know that run that, but um, shout out to Fat Kid deals. They they keep you posted all day on the links for that. BMO, you know that as well. They they always got the deals for days. Um, be sure to follow them, and they tweet out links all day. Now, I'm going to let Dom elaborate on this next news because Microsoft, you know, when we were already kind of convinced that, you know, PlayStation was winning this little war or whatever you want to call it, even though we were going to get both regardless, man, Microsoft ain't saying nothing about no games. What the hell's going on? Well, Dom, I'm going to let you take over. So can you explain what happened? So long story short, Microsoft decided to buy out Bethesda Studios, which basically means that I think like after the first two Bethesda games, all Bethesda Studio games will be officially exclusively on Xbox. That's including the Game Pass as well. Now, it's not guaranteed that all the new games will be on Game Pass. They haven't came out and confirmed any of that, though. But when you think about, like, the Fallout series, think about the fact that Fallout 5 could probably be an Xbox exclusive. Mm-hmm. And considering that Xbox, Xbox is kind of weak in that area right now, that's a pretty big deal for them. You know, the Evil Within, you know, games like that, the L, you know, the Elder Scrolls, Dishonored, which was like a sleeper hit for Bethesda, you know. So, yeah. Um, oh, and my bad. How could I forget Doom? Actually, I think the new Doom comes out in October. Actually, ooh, I think the new Doom about to get ready to drop. So, shout out to Microsoft for that. They needed to do something because, look, it's it's only so much you're going to be able to sell with the Game Pass, especially considering your game console is about to get ready to come out. And that's like the majority of what you're using to try to sell your console is the Game Pass. I mean, a lot of people don't care about the Game Pass like that because, uh, you know, a lot of games that's on there people don't play. But I will tell you this, though. If these are going to be like Xbox exclusive games, that that will change the field. That will change everything. So I'm looking forward to it, man. Uh, Microsoft, y'all, y'all did good. There's rumors circulating around that they might be buying other studios. So we'll be on the lookout for that. But yeah, shout out to Microsoft. Uh, like you said, though, still getting both regardless. So you can have the best of both worlds. So yeah. Yeah, man, it's 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 some great news right now. Like I said, Bethesda Studios, you're gonna get your Elder Scrolls, all those Fallout titles and stuff. So gonna see where we're gonna go with that. Um, those rumors are a little crazy right now because the biggest rumor has been Sega. Um Sega's been brought up in the in the buying situation for Microsoft, and now we have the curiosity because there's a blue controller coming out for the new Xbox that has the color coding of that Sega, which What's the Sega logo? You guys know the white and blue logo. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be very interesting. And also, 
Warner Brothers has been mentioning. Um, as Dom once said earlier, it's very odd that um, Ed Boon, you know, if you don't know who Ed Boon is, we're not going to explain to you. Let's just say Mortal Kombat. He gave a big shout out to Microsoft, which I don't think he's ever said anything great about Microsoft. So that is a um, a huge, like, you know, think piece on that. Capcom has been brought up. So Microsoft is making the efforts. Um, I want to show a little love to Phil Spencer, the head of Xbox. Um, he's understanding that, that gaming is a big part of this. But, um, yeah, this is huge, man. This is, this could be a monopoly. Um, Xbox did a great job of getting um, MLB to show. Yeah. So with them getting MLB to show next year, it's going to be huge for all of us, even though we got PlayStations. Um, that's a huge deal. So, you know, Microsoft, is, they're doing their due. I'm going to give them credit. Um, they understand that this system is not about watching TV like they tried to pull on the Xbox One. Um, it's about gaming. So, yeah, man. Now, what I'm not excited about, I know we need to get out of here. Um, the news of the SSD card. Uh, so, yeah, for all you gamers out there, like Halo 20, 30 games, you're we're in trouble, y'all. So, IGN leaked out or posted, and it already had been the true. And of course, all the PC guys that know specs and stuff, they already yeah. heard this is going to happen anyway. But those SSD memory card, one terabyte, are going to be around 200 bucks. Um, so, yeah, man, um, we're all going to need one. So we we all we all gonna be we all hurting on that. But look, at the end of the day, we're gonna need it. Kind of yeah, basically. Um, so I'm pretty sure there will be cheaper options around game day. So we'll see. Other than that, man. Um, last thing, um, they got some more stuff on um Xbox that's been leaked out. Xbox is gonna have it to where you can pre-install the game without buying the game. So, okay, yeah, I saw that. So that was a video that came up um, on the YouTube I was watching. I've been watching a lot of videos lately. Someone showed the example. So on the Android device, uh, on an Android device, uh, um, Androids are allowing people to actually pre-order, like pre-install the game. So essentially you don't have to have a disc or buy the game. So let's say if you go to GameStop, BMO, say if you pre-ordered, pre-install the game, you can pre-install 2K22. But the day it comes out, you can go buy the disc. And all you got to do is put the disc in, the game's ready to go. Okay. They definitely need to do that. So that is a huge plus on Microsoft's side. Um, other than that, yeah, man, I am ready. So shout out to Microsoft. Indeed. Good stuff, Don. Good stuff, Hendo. All right. Till the end of the show, you know what time it is. It's time for the birthdays. First birthday on the list, two-time NBA coach of the year. One of the greatest all-time play-by-play uh, commentators on TV and on the radio. Happy birthday to the great Hubie Brown. Oh, man. Legend. Legend. Glad he's still kicking it, man. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Next on the birthday list, we got Mr. Bob McAdoo. Oh, look, man. One of the most underrated basketball players ever. Um, yeah. Never gets mentioned, but one time for McAdoo. Um, glad he got his championship with them Lakers. Indeed. All right, next on the birthday list, um, Tampa Bay great, doing some great front office work at Dr. San Francisco. Happy birthday to the great John Lynch. Shout out to John Lynch. Shout out to John Lynch, man. Next on the birthday list, we got Mr. Matt Hasselbeck with the birthday. Okay. I was the only person I was rooting for the Seahawks in that Super Bowl, fam. 
Woods. They got they anybody. Former Nugget, former Piston, former Celtic. Hendo's boy. We both had met him at new, we both met him at numerous uh Mary games. Hendo has also did a video with him as well. Happy birthday to Mr. Big Shot himself, Mr. Chauncey Billups. Oh man, look, man, one of the nicest human beings that you could ever meet. I hope he gets a coaching job or a GM job. He he has a wealth of knowledge, even though me and him debate about this Vince Carter thing, because it's still a hot topic. But yeah, Chauncey Bills, man, great guy. Um, glad he was able to get his career going in the right way in the midst of it and get out of the injury situation and won a championship out of it. Uh, still had one of the funniest surprise looks when he won finals MVP as if he shouldn't have won it. Like he will, he was definitely going to win that. And uh, you, you got to watch the video. It's funny because the way he looked, because he was like, Oh, I really got it. Like who else is going to get it? So yeah. Um, one time for big shot, you know, one of the, one of the best human beings in the world, man. I love to do, man. Um, I hope he definitely gets that um, job. All right. We'll get to these other ones real quick. Turning 59 years old. We have Hendel Locklear turning 91. The great Barbara Walters has a birthday today. Okay. One time for the night. Rest in peace to the great Christopher Reeve. Indeed. Yeah. Turning 76 years old, we have the great Michael Douglas. Mm. Okay. You know what he's doing. And you know what's crazy? Today is also his <laughs> birthday, Catherine Zeta Jones. So, yes, we both know what they're both doing. Well, He's been doing that since what? the White House. Yeah, the level of horniness online for Captain Zeta Jones is all time. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's true, but it, it ain't nothing gonna top sell my Hayek though. She still, uh, yeah, that's, that's uh, a that's a different that's conversation. A high, that's a high level of uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's high level high level haziness. I have to say haziness. Yep. All right. Turning 69 years old, we have the OG Luke Skywalker, also the voice of Joker. The great Mark Hamill's birthday is today. Look, man, me and Dom went to a Comic-Con fan expo, and there were a plethora of stars, right? We saw... Yeah, I mean... Uh, we saw a bunch of them. I mean, we saw we saw my man's that, that plays on um, Punisher... We saw Boy Meets World. We saw all of them. But I had never seen a line as long as when Mark Hamill was in line, y'all. Ever in my life. So The only line that even registers close to that that I can remember is, was Christopher Sabat, who's, you know, the voice actor who does and like Dragon right. Balls and a bunch of right, anime. Yeah, yeah. That was big. Yeah, that was big, yeah. But, Other yeah. than that, yeah, those two lines is wrapped around the convention. Yeah, man, and one time for Dom, man. Dom gave me the, the backstory on Mark Hamill, and yeah, man, that dude's a, a freaking legend. Yeah, so, he voiced yeah. Chucky in the last one. Yep. Yeah. Turning 37 years old. One of the most versatile guys I have ever watched and witnessed. My boy Chavis Gambino himself, Mr. Donald Glover, has a birthday today. Yeah, man, icon, man. Um yeah, man. He, he he can do it all. So, yeah. Yeah, great job. Hope to get another ATL, man, soon. Yeah, they're doing uh, – I think they said they're filming season three and four, I think, next year. They already said it wasn't coming after, like, 2021 anyway because they're going to do both of them at the same time. So, yeah, we're getting those next year. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Dom 
introducing me to community. Oh yeah, his writing, his writing ability is yeah, a, man. That's Troy Boys, man. Yeah, man. Also, check out his stand-up comedy special. By the way, he has one. Yeah, that yeah, the OG one. Yeah. All right, turning forty years old. Use a plethora of big words. Every movie that he acts in, he still had the same accent. He can never change his voice. He is one of my all-time favorite rappers, by the way. It's really seen him in this movie called Cutthroat City, where, yes, the accent is still alive there and well, even though he was trying to play a New Orleans guy with New Orleans accent, but it didn't work. We have Clifford Harris with the birthday today. So this was a interesting uh, Jason Lyric situation. The accent just so strong, trying to do another accent. And did he die in this movie? It was. You know what I'm saying? You heard me and Wody. I, I, I couldn't do it. I can't he even did, take he, it. He, he was trying. He was trying so hard, man. He did a yeah. good job in the movie, but bro, just talk like yourself, bro. Just just do that. Yeah, and one time last on the birthday yeah. list, turning 52 years old. Man. I don't even want to do no introduction. Man, fuck it. Will Smith's birthday is today, okay? 52 oh, years old. Look, man. man. Look, man, Will Smith is a legend. Um, yeah, man, I don't even know what you can say about you, man. He he's a legend for many different things in our life our lifetime. Um yeah, man, that that's a bucket list dream for all of us to interview that dude. So that's 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 he's a part of our history, our culture. Um mm-hmm. he represents a lot of great things about black men. Um yeah, I I don't even know what you could say about Will Smith, dog. Like that that's like that's the closest thing to Denzel, you know, that we're gonna get. And you know, it just also reminds you that, you know, guys like Chadwick Boseman, rest in peace to him, those guys are up and coming, still making great movies before his death. Um just we gotta appreciate these black actors, man, and these actresses, because they are putting in work and Will's been doing it for a long time, man. Like Watching Fresh Prince, it's like every time I watch, I've seen every episode. But like when I watch it again, it's like I I see stuff that I didn't see the first time or the last time. So, you know, yeah, definitely one of the icons of of the '90s of of our culture. So, yeah, shout out to Big Will. Yeah, man, shout out to William Smithers. Yeah, one time for Will. I, I'm not gonna talk about his album. No, oh, let me ask y'all a question. Though. Man, man, look, y'all wait, go a minute, out. Wait, a minute, wait a minute before you even ask that question. You know, first, first rap, first rapper won a Grammy. You know, him acting, him acting, and you know, Fresh Prince Brother was led him to all the movies that he has made. Now we can mention his album, but only one album I didn't have. One album that I could tolerate Big was Willie Big Style. Willie Style. Yes, me and Dom did have the Men in Black soundtrack, but that's the soundtrack. But Big Willie Style was the only album that I could listen to and tolerate from front to back. I bought that album from Blockbuster, by the way, when it first came out. I had the whole album. I still got certain songs on my phone via Apple Music from that album, by the way. But for the music to the movies, the way you know he carries himself outside of acting, you know, doing things for the community and, and charity and things like that. Yes, one of the greatest actors that I ever seen. The versatility of him and all the acting that he's done. I mean, even you know, from the music aside, you know, just his acting in general, man, is what I really appreciate more than his music, which we do know where he came from. But 
Will Smith is like, of course, bucket list. But at the same time, man, it's like one of the greatest guys that I have ever witnessed. And I would love to meet the person and interview him, man. So, like I said, happy birthday to Will Smith. Yeah, man. I, I'm going to ask y'all this before we get out. Do y'all be getting, when y'all hear like getting jiggy with it, like, you know, Y'all hear one of his songs like when you at the party or something like that? It just sounds great. Like when I hear summertime, it just changes everything. I mean, I still listen to summertime to this day. Yeah, yeah. Summertime's on my phone right now. So yeah. but like when I hear getting jiggy with it, like I ain't gonna lie to you. I'd be like, okay. Cause you know, I thought it was really like the beat and everything, but then, you know, you get that realization because then somebody you 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 hear Eminem song or something like that. And yeah. I'm a big, I'm a big, I'm a big Will Smith guy. So one time for him, just don't do nothing now. Lead the rap to 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 Jaden. Um, I mean, yeah. he was. I mean, he must not hear his verse on you know. I know. Song with Jonah Lucas. And he also did a song with Zero, which actually wasn't as bad as I thought it was gonna be. That is the most random combination ever. That's Zero. random as hell, bro. Like you know what? One of the most depressing rappers, or one of the happiest rappers. I mean, you know, you got to find a balance somewhere, right? But uh, one time that is wrong. it. Another great episode in the books. This episode will be up tomorrow on all streaming platforms. Go to our website, mostsportstalkradio.com. Dom, you for a trip. They just finished two great episodes. You know, what I'm saying the house party trailer. Oh my god, incredible. Because kid is the most toxic, the most petty, the most you mean evil play. friend. Play, sorry, play. Besides Bishop, no, play is that dude. Like, I whoop his ass every day. Like, literally. But, like, shout out to them, man. The, the videos, Resident Evil 8, you know what I'm saying? Videos that Dom just made. Subscribe to that channel right now, man. Incredible content. Our boy C. Hendo. Subscribe to his channel right now for his top five reasons that he will be getting the Xbox and also his NFL picks from over for this weekend also as well. You know, so subscribe to our YouTube channel as well, Most Sports Talk Radio. Everybody have a great weekend. We will talk to y'all next week, and we are out.